Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. I'm Tommy Dreamer filling in for an MIA Dave LaGreca alongside my hardcore brother and bully Ray. And today we are going to discuss the first-hand account of AEW's Dynamite. Our very own Gabby was in the house. Dave LaGreca was in the house. But where the hell is Dave? I got the call at 7 a.m. to host the show because Dave is MIA. Enjoy the Busted Open Podcast. Last we heard, as Gabby said, uh, Thunderosa smacked LaGreca in the face in the lobby of the hotel, and that's pretty much the last we heard of him. I just sent out a tweet to Thunderosa. Maybe she knows. Uh, maybe the nation can get on this, get on your social media, get on your Twitter machine. Uh, we got to find Dave somehow, some way. Uh, Gabby, I want to talk about the experience with you first. So last night was your first AEW Dynamite Live. Me and Dave always talk on the show about the actual experience of being there. Uh, you know how I feel about it. You know how Dave feels about it. I'm sure Tommy feels the same way. What was it like for you? So it's interesting because I'm not going to compare it to my only other live event experience just because that experience was when um, – when SmackDown had returned to MSG. So that was electric in and of itself because of what it was in like 2019. So a completely different horse kind of, but this as a separate experience was awesome. Uh, when I tell you, it was just positive vibes ev everywhere. You know, when you like go to a wedding and you say like weddings are the best because you're celebrating love and everybody's happy. There's nothing to not be happy about. That's how I felt being there. There wasn't anyone, I, there wasn't arguments between fans in the arena, everybody was happy to be around each other, to be cheering for their favorite people, to be booing for their favorite people. It wasn't contrived where it's like, oh, we have to boo here because he's a heel. Oh, let's cheer her now because she's coming out. She's baby face. It's very natural. And everyone's excited to be there, which makes you more excited to be there. Um, it was it was a really, really cool experience. 
uh, to hear some, I, I got chilled when Britt Baker walked out for the reaction from her, just because of the pride of Pittsburgh. They had, you know, the flat, the towels and everything like that. I, and the busted open nation came out and they're amazing stopping us. I got my first fan picture by somebody, which was the coolest experience of my life. Now I feel like you guys, I won't let my head get as big as Dave's. I'm just going to take it for what it is and be happy and move along. But it was, it was awesome guys. I'm like an actual pro wrestling fan. Now it's weird. I'm like that person. It happens. Tommy, what do you think? It happens. It's a great, it's great that you had a great experience and you could tell the, I mean, people talk about it still about the original ECW, like, man, I was there or there's people who are going to talk about these events with AEW. Like you were there. I mean, I say this all the time. The only time you really ever sing together as a community is if you're drunk at a bar or if you're at church and everybody goes and when, you know, Jericho's music hits, everybody's singing, everybody's having a good time. I was watching it live and I was like, God, that energy is just so great. Now you can understand, like you said, that pop for Britt Baker was amazing. You're a part of that pop. Now think if you're Britt Baker. Oof. I mean, there's nothing like, uh, and I say it like professional wrestling is so addicting because we work for that pop. We feed off of that energy. And, you know, besides being in a pandemic or performing in front of no fans, it's just something that's so, so needed and it's uh, appreciated. Have you guys ever heard of the term chasing the dragon? Tommy, Dabby, Ed? About heroin. Right. So it's about chasing a high. I'm not, I, I won't just, uh, just say heroin. We don't want to talk about those bad things. But chasing the dragon is all about chasing a high. So, Gabby, yes. you got to witness uh, the Britt Baker pop. Would you say that that was the biggest pop last night? Yes. I mean, Jericho will always be an insane pop because everyone sings his song. But, yeah, Britt Baker last night was the biggest one that I, I felt. So when you hear me and Tommy and Mark talk about how wrestling is addictive, it's like a drug. You always see me tap my veins when I talk about the drug that is pro wrestling because you're always chasing the dragon. You're chasing that reaction. Could you see with your own eyes and hear with your own ears what what we always talk about firsthand last night, how that pop becomes an addiction? Yes, a thousand percent. In my head, I'm like, I wish I was that cool to inspire that many people to have a reaction, bad or good. Do you know, like, because that, that's what you do here, you know? Stop right there. You said yeah. that when you saw that, you wanted to be her, right? Yes. How do you think we all become pro wrestlers, right, Tommy? Absolutely. And it's, you know, you said, I, listen, I can remember the first autograph I ever signed. It was for my second ever match. And it turned out to be Fred, the elephant boy from Howard Stern. And he was the first autograph I ever signed. I still remember that. Um, not because he was, you know, part of Howard Stern's misfit crew, just because somebody wanted my autograph. And just like you said, how great did it feel that somebody wanted to take a picture with you? That's an awesome that feeling was, yeah. because you're getting recognized as somebody. No, man, it's, it's next level. And it's things that you never want to forget and, or you just want more and more. Wait till somebody pays money to take a picture with you. 
Gabby, we, you mentioned uh, the reaction of a Britt Baker because it was our hometown of Pittsburgh. Um, you mentioned Jericho. Jericho is going to get that reaction no matter where he is in the world. Let's right. talk about somebody that earned a reaction last night organically, and, and, and let's see how you felt about it and if you were on board. Let's talk about Dante Martin for a second. The uh, opening six man, it was Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Dante Martin and the Seidel brothers. Dante Martin was the was the uh, the kid who blew the comeback at the end of the match. What did you think of him and the crowd's reactions? I know how how the crowd sounded on TV, and they were there for that. How was it? Yes. Like? It's pretty amazing because I'm not as up to speed with, like, who everybody is unless – you know, we really talk about them a lot too. So it was unexpected for me that he got that awesome of a reaction because I was like, oh shit. Like, and I was so into it that I found myself emotionally reacting to it. And I did that a lot through the show just to like, even I'm like, Dave was laughing at certain points. Cause I was like, ow, Ooh, like, like reacting to things happening because aside from you guys, like you watch from a standpoint where you're like, you can't help but be like, all right, that move, it could be tighter. You know, I see how they do this. I watch from a standpoint of, do I want to see him win or lose? Because I'm emotionally invested in him or I'm not. And that's all I take from it. I I think very simply when I watch. So for him, I was like, now I'm emotionally invested in him. Now I can't not be because, and everybody else was behind him. Like in that crowd, everybody else was behind the fact that they believed what had happened. They knew what was going, like, it, it was, it was crazy. It's being a part of it there. You almost feel like everybody accepts you because you're all part of the same team and fandom of pro wrestling in general. It's a very accepting atmosphere. In my opinion, it's very much like, I don't give a shit if you watched, started watching wrestling a week ago, or if you, you've been a fan since you were five years old, we love you and accept you here. And we're just happy that you're happy to be here. If that makes sense, that's kind of like what's the, how the atmosphere was. Tommy, it's, she sounds like our old Italian grandmothers when they would watch wrestling and they would react to it like, get them. Like, ooh, ah, oh, I hate you. Because yes. that's how my, my grandmother used to react when she watched wrestling. Absolutely. And uh, just I, I, we got uh, an update here from good old Thunder Rosa. She said, uh, I asked about Dave's whereabouts from anybody, and she put on the old Twitter machine. He's tied up, and his mouth is shut, and he should, as he should. And she has a nice gift of a man tied up and sprawling around. So at least we know he's alive. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to deal with this later today. Oh, my God. Dave LaGreca is tied up. By Thunder Rosa, oh my, I'm going to pop. If she takes pictures of him tied up in her room, making her scrub the bathroom floor with a toothbrush, I will pop. Huge. Um, Tommy, uh, the kid Dante Martin last night, I know we're going to get into the show and run down every single match, but since I asked Gabby about Dante from the fans' point of view, how about you from the pros' point of view? The kid gets the hot tag and wins that uh, arena over last night, your take on Dante. Big time. Uh, Tony would talk, was talking about it yesterday about putting Dante in there and how much he's improved as a singles. 
great baby faces have great fire. And that kid had great fire and he was given an opportunity and he rose to the occasion. He rose to the occasion with his charisma as well as his athletic ability. That guy has some hops in his step and does some beyond innovative stuff with uh, his pure ability. And man, did he set a building on fire. The future is bright for him. Uh, The thing that I took away from that match when it was over was Dante Martin completely stole the spotlight from the Seidel brothers. I didn't even, I wasn't even really thinking about them. And if you can have me, if a 20 year old kid can have me so focused on him, as opposed to the other two guys, to me, that's a job well done. Um, was it a bunch of moves strung together and extremely spotty? Yes, but you know what? Some songs are three minutes long and so full of energy that you don't have any, uh, you know, you, you have nothing else to do with pop. I, if, I felt like I was listening to a Ramon song last night watching Dante Martin move because it was just, uh, it was just one, two, three, four, and we're going to play from beginning to end and we're going to get it all in. Um, I, I liked what I saw from him. Uh, I thought it was a fun opening. AEW does uh, a lot of things right. One of the things that they really do right is they know how to start hot and end hot. I always talk about Detroit Rock City and rock and roll all night. Last night, another great start with Kenny and the Bucks, uh, Dante and Martin and the Seidel brothers. One of the things that I looked at again last night as a negative, though, from that match was... The refereeing. I, I don't know how else to put it, to say it. Like, I don't know what else they could possibly do. Call it no rules, whatever. But does it bother you at all? Or do you have a suggestion? I mean, the ref is just standing there doing nothing as if he doesn't even need to be in there. I mean, the ref could just be sitting at ringside with the ring announcer and just slide into count three. Uh, as we get older, um, I understand a lot of different things. And I also have noticed from a lot of my friends, they're called pet peeves. They're pet peeves in professional wrestling. I get what you are saying. And if I was, if I was that referee or if I was that person, or if I was an agent, I would literally probably turn to you and said, have you ever watched some of your matches? Or then I'd go back and I say, listen, man, I say this all the time. I watched chief J Strongbow, the baby face come back from Greg Valentine beating, uh, breaking his leg. And he was angry and he's a baby face and he's wrestling an enhancement guy. And he took that enhancement guy outside the ring he hit him in the ta- with the table. He hit him with the timekeeper's uh, hammer. He choked him with that cheap rope that's supposed to hold the people back. Um, took him all around to the front of the ring. Slammed him on the floor. Rammed his head into the steps. Then threw him in the ring. And Dick Worley, he choked him. And Dick Worley made the count to, f- to four. And then Jay Strongbow did his Jay Strongbow. Um, nobody cared about that because it was never made an issue of it. Uh, I'm literally watching the next week. Oh, no, I'm watching the next uh, two episodes. Dominic DiNucci takes a hammer 
and hits Afa in the head with the hammer right in front of the referee. And he did absolutely nothing about it. And then later, the match went to a double DQ because all four men were fighting in the ring. And Afa barely even sold the hammer. So when you there's ways for the referee to make himself invisible. But you're also talking about this isn't the NFL. This isn't where or baseball where it's fair or foul. Would it make it better? Absolutely. I have a big pet peeve when there's a no rules match and uh, the referee will still see the cheating where it's so simple to go look the other way. And refereeing is a skill and is an art form. And there are the big difference between, I want to say, AEW, Impact Wrestling, and then WWE. If you do it in WWE, you're fired. It's that simple. And I know people who were fired for stuff like that. But if you literally break it down as simple as I just did, <clears throat> you have to sometimes uh, suspend disbelief or you have to go back like, and say, you know what? I get it because I did it. I would be such a hypocrite if I, when I see somebody take the stupid bump or you know, blade from a – have somebody do a pizza cutter across my, far, my forehead because I had you cheese grate my head. And if you go back and look at it, uh, you know, were we drug test? I mean, not drug tested. Were we blood tested? No. So I'd be a hypocrite. I don't want people doing that. So you just got to kind of take that in stride. Uh, is there ways to make it better? Yes. But you can't obsess about it because literally uh, I would point to a mirror and say, well, what about this? This is Jimmy Smith, voice of WWE Monday Night Raw and host of Unlocking the Cage on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. And I'm here to let you know that Unlocking the Cage is now available as a podcast. That's right. You'll get my take on the trending stories in combat sports and interviews with some of the biggest names in the fight game. I'm bringing you shows every weekday. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers. When it comes to scents, you should pick ones that smell like, well, you. Target gets it, which is why they offer a range of personal care products with fragrances for everyone. Be true to floral you with Dove Peony and Rose Body Wash. Live your fresh life with Degree Ultra Clear Deodorant. Express your decadent side with Love Beauty and Planet Coconut Shampoo. This spring, choose care that brings you joy beyond labels. Pick up new favorites at a Target near you or online at Target.com. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I wanted to know what you thought of Dynamite as a whole last night from start to finish. I thought Dynamite was an excellent show uh, from top to bottom. You had said they do a great job of getting your attention in the beginning and closing a show, but also the meat of the show. Uh, I usually like the threads. It's an exciting, exciting show, man. It That energy, it's just everything. The fans are so into the, the wrestlers. And if it's a backstage segment, if it's, uh, in-ring promo they do a great job of setting up what used to be for next week and now it's for setting up rampage and then i'm sure rampage will go off the air to set up dynamite i even like the fact that they showed joey janela sunny kiss that happened on aew dark there's a lot of things going on dude they have so many wrestlers there and it's they do a really really good job of of setting up the table and then delivering the main course. What do you think about the pacing of the show? Do you enjoy it? I enjoyed last night's show. It takes you on a roller coaster and that's what every good show should, should do. Uh, And again, you know, uh, I've even asked Tony Khan, like, how do you go where it's, you know, I have this match, but I'm going to put Darby Allen and Ethan Page on last. And he's just like, I kind of just went with like my gut and it, his gut's been working out and it's his vision. It's his company. And, you know, again, a guy who's a straight up wrestling fan. I spent a lot of time with uh, Tony, especially when like we're together in Nashville and he talks about wrestling as much as I do, like old stuff, new stuff, what talents are out there. And even like saying like, hey, I saw this one guy, uh, uh, Orange Cassidy showed me his on his phone. I was like, oh, let's bring him in. And uh, he's now working part of, you know, AEW. He's been on Dynamite. He's doing Dark. But just little, little things like that. The show with, with the labors of Jericho has been good. It's been a ratings success. And, you know, he's placed it on through all different parts of the show. It has had a nice uh, theme to it as well as we keep on getting our payoffs now and even like setting the table up for next week, you know, the fans, you got no ring music, which is going to be great because you know, everyone's going to sing it. And then it's like, Oh yeah, by the way, you can't use your finisher. That's old school as old school can be. And it worked. So let's get to the point where MJF is not going to allow Jericho to use his finisher. Um, Last night, 
I didn't particularly love the finish of the match. I liked it, but I didn't love it. I didn't like the fact that Jericho used the bat. I didn't feel like the bat was necessary. I think Jericho used the bat to keep Wardlow strong, which is totally fine. But I don't think the babyface, and, and Jericho, you can't call him a, a, a real babyface or real, he's a superstar. Right now he's in that babyface role. But I thought Jericho could have hit two Judas effects last night. I think he could have hit one Judas effect and the big man could have been out on his feet and commentary could have put it over like, holy shit. He's still standing. And then the second Judas effect would have put him down. Um, I didn't really see necessity for the bat. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, splitting hairs. What do you think? Uh, Valid point. I think I loved when MJF got caught cheating. And, you know, Chris gave Wardlow the majority of the match. Uh, If Wardlow picked up the bat, because now he's going to seize it. Swings, duck, Judas effect. Oh, my God, Judas effect. Fine. I'm not uh, – I was fine with it. I didn't like the baseball bat to a guy's head, and the guy's not gushing blood. Um, I would have baseball batted him to the gut if I'm going to use it, or I would have had the heel pick it up and or the heel choke me with it. Swing, duck, Judas effect. Boom, because a good finisher can defeat any weapon at any time. Exactly, especially when it's from a babyface, and I believe a babyface best uh, uh, offense is his fists and his finisher. Uh, The one thing I do like about the Jericho MJF uh, story is the actual story. It's episodic. It's week to week. We don't get enough of this in pro wrestling. Um, We get the next part of the story we get the next match in the five labors i think it's very well thought out because right off the bat you know you have five weeks of television tommy in your opinion why do you think storylines don't go as deep as well look at who i'm asking your storyline with raven uh, still continues 20 years later why do you think storylines aren't what they used to be despite the fact that jericho and mjf are doing a really great job with their story a main thing is what i feel tony khan is doing is what paul did he goes against the grain if you remember i've known you have been frustrated with wwe just wants to have that fast pace fast pace and almost sometimes never let us remember um with AEW they are sinking their teeth into storytelling to get people emotionally invested into their characters with WWE dude WWE will set the standard and a lot of wrestling companies follow um that has been across the board always but you have another wrestling company that's doing their own thing doing it successfully and this storytelling also you got to remember it's great storytelling but i mean think of who you're dealing with you got jericho who's going to be heavily involved in his storylines and mjf is going to sit there and listen and he's a great heel you have young versus old you have this has been going on for a long time between them and it's paying off and it's working but it's also the people that you have behind the scenes and you know a lot of me and raven was me and raven and then paul like telling it to paul and he'd be like great great but what if we did this 
or great, you guys just do whatever. And that is a big, big difference. It's a huge difference. And I'm sure no agent is going to tell Jericho, well, what if you did this? Ain't going to happen. But you need an agent who's not afraid to tell a Chris Jericho, what if he did this? But not when Chris is right. No matter whether you're right or wrong, you need somebody to always look at it from a different point of view, no matter how long you've been around. And I'm sure Chris does have the agents that he trusts the opinions of where he will go to them as opposed to having an agent kind of looming over him. This is Lindsay Rhodes, and I'm so excited for my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, to be joining the SiriusXM Sports family. We'll be talking about the most compelling topics and to some of the most interesting people in and around the NFL. Taking a look at things through my somewhat nerdy football lens. I like to push past the low-hanging fruit to get to the real stories that are going to make you feel like a smarter football fan. So please join me every Wednesday for The NFL Roadshow, available on the SXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. When it comes to scents, you should pick ones that smell like, well, you. Target gets it, which is why they offer a range of personal care products with fragrances for everyone. Be true to floral you with Dove Peony and Rose Body Wash. Live your fresh life with Degree Ultra Clear Deodorant. Express your decadent side with Love Beauty and Planet Coconut Shampoo. This spring, choose care that brings you joy beyond labels. Pick up new favorites at a Target near you or online at Target.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I got that text that said we found him. Did you find him? Do you know where he is? Gabby? Is she missing that? Did Thunder Rosa tie her up too? <laughs> okay, maybe maybe, maybe we didn't find him. I thought we did find, we found him. Gabby. Gabby. Gabby's doing her job and answering phones. All right. I thought there was a, an update maybe on him, but we'll, uh, we'll And, and by the way, Bubba, I know we're the fat and the furious, but you're looking a little, I'm looking at you and I haven't seen you in a while. You're looking a little thinner. You're looking a little svelte. I am That's- down probably 50 pounds. I am, uh, I am probably 20 pounds away from the lowest. I, my, my lowest ever in wrestling was 274. That was, you know, that's when I was, you know, uh, doing the whole yeah, I was 274. Right now, I'm about, yeah, about right, right about 295-ish. So the final 20 will be like the the real, uh, that's the hard part, especially at 50. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to see if I can get under 270. I want to get down to 270. And then I'm going to fuck everybody up. I get yelled at for penis, and he says the F word. Well, Speaking we drop of. Speaking of. Whoa, penis, speaking, of, of speaking of. And speaking of. 
Speaking of penis, Ricky Starks, get out of my room. Yeah. Thomas. In- sorry. No. So Ricky and Wardlow? <laughs> anyway. Speaking of, we need to change so the if you subject. Had to, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Gun to your head. Ricky Starks or Wardlow? Don't worry about it. No, no, Let's no, relax. no, no. You have to pick Let's one. Relax. You want to play I, MFK? I don't do anything. Yes, you do. I don't. No, I do not. This conversation. Not. We, who would you Blue rather take to the? Who Blue. would you rather take to the prom? Ricky Starks or Warlock? <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. We also have Dave on the line, guys. Dave is here. Lagreca? Are you there? Dave. Legre- yeah, Dave Lagreca. What's up, boys? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Dave, are you calling from a payphone at Hyde's Field? Is there a Roman candle in your ass? (laughs) David, yeah, I'm here. (laughs) What's going on? Been a rough night. Been a rough. By the way, um, while I was on hold, I heard that question you asked Gabby about either Ricky Starks or Wardlow. That's a legit question that you just asked. Yeah, Gabby. I know. She dodged. Legit. She's a dodger. It's all right. Legit question. But anyway, how are you? How's the show going? Oh, the show's, show's going, going great, Dave. Yeah. Great. How, how, how are you? Where are I'm you? I'm in real bad fucking shape, man. Like, <laughs> thank goodness. First of all, thanks to the Weston Hotel for doing a checkup on me. I could probably still be face first on the carpet near the window. So thank you for for having the kindness to come to my room to check up on me. Okay. So you were in your room. You're in your room? Dude, I go out to get a cup of coffee, boy. This is true story. Go out to get a cup of coffee and there's vomit all by the elevator bank. And I'm thinking I wonder if this may be a big Gabby. You know, maybe she kind of overextended herself last night. I had a little too much to drink. Guys, clean up, looks at me with this evil stare. It was my vomit. I have no <laughs> remembrance of that coming out of my body at any time nice. during the night or this morning. Well, if there was blood in it, I would have definitely identified it as yours from your ulcers. <laughs> That's true. Um, Is there any truth to you being tied up in the bathtub in Thunder Rose's room? I cannot deny it. I will say this, and I don't know. And honestly, I I haven't listened to the show. I'm still coming around. I haven't listened to the show at all. But, I mean, there might be reports of this. I have no idea. But, you know, we went back after AEW Dynamite. Gabby and I and Mark were in, in the lobby, and we were talking to a lot of the wrestlers and stuff and having a good time, some more than others. But we were having a good time in the lobby, and Thunder Rosa. And Thunder Rosa's approaching me with a big smile on her face. So I'm thinking, all right, you know, she finally came to her senses. She's going to come over to me and, you know, finally, you know, thank me for the sold-out crowd at Mission Pro Wrestling in Buda, Texas. That's what I'm thinking. Next thing I know, whack, right across the face, slap heard around the world. The only thing I saw after the slap is, Tully Blanchard across the lobby looking at me in awe and shock as I went down to one knee in the middle of the lobby last night. 
Okay. <laughs> That's good. Making impressions. Um, Dave, I got to tell you, um, you know what, Bob, we should get uh, on a separate call. We should get Mark Henry on here because he'll uh, tell us some Dave stuff. Dave, you uh, butt dialed me quite a few times during the night. Um, so I, I can tell you, I think you had a good time. Um, there's, there's a bigger uh, question looming. Like, uh, have you spoken to Violetta? I did speak to Violetta before I spoke to you guys, believe it or not. Okay. Are you well, still that's... married? I am married. I don't know what you guys are implying. Maybe those No, no, we're just implying that you had a good time. Maybe those were pleas for help, and you just completely ignored them. I was sleeping. I would be there uh, all, with you. All of our stories, all of our stories mm-hmm. came from the top of the show with Gabby. Gabby let us in on a lot of things that went on yesterday that included you. Okay. Didn't so, throw you under the bus. She just gave a she might have she might have she might have just bumped you into the bus a little bit and then you got hit by, by the way. Can I say this about Gabby? And I felt good for Gabby. Like I really did. Like this was her first AEW Dynamite show. Um, you know, a lot there was fans that recognized her. The first fan that recognized her and asked for a picture, she was like had a smile from ear to ear, and she said to me, oh, my God, that's the first time a fan asked for a picture. By the end of the night, her head was so big. Her ego was so huge. You guys would have been so disappointed. This is – I'm not joking. It's not a joke. This is completely 100% true, okay? We We had two tickets in the front row of the lower section, so it's right above the floor, so it was looking down on the floor. When the show was over, fans were leaving, and a lot of people recognized us. And they were saying, hey, Dave, hey, Gabby, love the show. Love you and Bully. Love you and Tommy and Mark, blah, blah, blah. Ed's a fucking asshole. All that type of stuff, you know? <laughs> so those, those things are happening, like, at the end. And, like, security's looking up at us, like, who are you guys? And Gabby's like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, we're, 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 we're a big deal. We're a big deal. I was like, what? Really? She's now it's her. You should have seen her in the lobby at the hotel last night holding court in front Ooh. of all the wrestlers. Um, unbelievable. She went she, from like, you know, our AP that just loved a little bit of attention. But now she's a glory hound. Her ego is so huge right now. You would not believe it. it what was she wearing last night, Dave? She was wearing a dynamite shirt that, you know, a little low cut, you know, tied at the at the in the half. You know what I'm saying? Showing a little, showing a little bit here and there and everywhere. A you know, little tight jeans, showing a little bit of this and that and the other thing. Wait a minute. Why are you getting mad, Gabby? Why are you giving me a dirty look? Dave said a little, and I went a little. What's what's? what's... I, I felt like that was. A... That was a dig that it wasn't a little, it was a lot. Well, I got a lot to show. Do, let let me ask you this, Dave. Do you think she was dressed in a way where she was trying to command the tension of others? Oh, there's no doubt. Like th- this wasn't professional <laughs> Gabby, AP of busted open. This is, this is Gabby's on the brow at the Western in Pittsburgh. Woo. Holding court in the lobby, huh? Oh, and I, and you know, obviously had some issues there, as you guys know. And as I looked to Gabby for that one last glance of, please help me, 
she just looked back as she's talking to Wardlow and Ricky Starks and everybody and kind of looks at me and gives me a little bit of a smile as she waves, night-night. That's it. Wow. Look right out of the she picture. Let... Look right out of the picture. In my time of need. Now, what's really interesting about what you just said about Gabby, about her ego exploding, her head, uh, just everything, um, she said the same thing about you at the top of the show. She's like, oh, no, no, this is not the Dave LaGreca we know and love. Everybody's asking him for autographs and pictures. He thinks he's one of you guys. He thinks he's Tommy. He thinks he's Bubba. He thinks he's Mark. Like she said, totally you completely left him, left her. Totally not true. Now, being fair, I am the guy that's keeping the lights on at Sirius XM, number one show in the sports department. You know what I'm saying? Fight Nation. I don't know. Could change the name to Busted Open Nation for the channel. I don't know. That aside, I would never, ever put myself on the same plane as you and Tommy and Mark. You know, guys, you know me well enough. I would never, ever do that. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a Hall of Famer. I'm not an icon. I just happen to be on my shoulders holding the whole Sirius XM platform <laughs> on my back. So she has her version of the story. You have your version. Of all the people from the Busted Open Nation that came up to you and Gabby last night, who was more over, you or Gabby? I'll, I'll say this. Most people came up to me first um, and asked for a picture and then immediately turned to Gabby and asked uh, Gabby for a picture as well. So I don't, I don't even think it's, I don't think it's one or the other. I think it's the show. Like really like Gabby is as big as, you know, and, and, and I'm being honest here. This is what I always wanted for the show. I wanted everybody to, to be a major player. I wanted everybody to have a character and personality. So for me to see people going up to Gabby and asking for a picture and wanting to shake her hands and stuff like that, that I had so much pride and I felt so good for Gabby until, you know, she turned it into a whole ego thing and bad mouthed me on the show. But other than that, I was very happy for Gabby. So to answer your question, we were both over last night. Mm. What was your last memory of last night? It was soon after the slap to the face. <laughs> That's about the last how many, I remember. How many drinks did you have? How many beers did you have? Or did you like to call them I, da- I even, daddy I didn't sodas? have one. I didn't have one. That's the thing. And I'm sure Gabby, Gabby said you dropped this. a beer. Gabby told said I you did. dropped a beer, though. That was the only beer I had. And I dropped it and halfway through the beer. I had a half a beer last night. That's all I drank. I didn't drink anything. Else. So this isn't like, oh, I drank so much and I forgot where I was. No, I was completely prepared to do the show this morning. I want to, I was, I want, my whole intent was just to say hello to everybody, go up to the hotel, you know, go to my room, get a good night's sleep so I'm ready for the show. And then Thunder Rosa with that grin, that shit-inning grin on her face. And I'm thinking she's going to thank me for the house. She still has to thank me for the house. And a whack across the face. So you're saying that you got knocked out as opposed to being a drunken, bumbling fool. That would be more towards the truth. I didn't even have a whole beer. Gabby, do you, Gabby, Gabby, is he telling the truth or was he drinking up a storm last night? Bully, what do you think? 
I, I know what I think, but I want to hear from you because you had eyes on him. Was he a drunken mess? Wait a second. Wait a second. Bully, uh-uh. stop right there. She had eyes on me? She did not look at me twice that whole night. Please. With all that what man meat that was about? in that lobby last night with, after AEW with, Dynamite, you really think she was looking at me? Dabby, wow. Dave says you were looking at man meat last night. Yeah. First of all, if I did, kudos to me because I don't have any every morning of my life seeing you people. So if I want to enjoy myself looking at some man meat, as you'd say it, I can enjoy it. Uh, but, but David, I was there as your friend. Of course I was looking after you. That is so rude that you would say that I'm not paying attention. You know, this is that big head thing. You get in your own way like this. You know what I'm saying? And you completely didn't realize I was there because you left me in the dust when you were around your people. So I had to fend for myself and make friends. What else was I supposed to do? It's the the lie. She can't even cover her lies. She's not even a good liar. She can't even cover her own lies. How many beers did you a liar? Abby, how many drinks did I have? I didn't see you for half the night, so I don't know what you did. Probably yeah, like 10. Zero. I don't know. Zero. And as far as not seeing me the rest of the night, that's on you. That's not on me. Okay. Uh, it's my first, it's my second wrestling event of all time. I was like, you know, Dave, take me around. I don't know what to do. How do I do my hair in the morning? What do I wear? What's happening? I was asking stupid questions. I don't know. I called Tommy. Tommy, you know, I was annoying Tommy. What should I wear? I didn't call Bully. But called out. I reached out to everybody else. For advice. She would have called me and said, what should I wear? I said, something tight. And I hung up. Yeah. And he said, don't eat for three days. That's what he would say. This Lay is off true. the donuts if you're going to a show. This is this is true. <laughs> this is true. The, the boys like what they like. Although, if you, if you were going to see Devon, it would have been a different story. I would have said, eat for three <laughs> days. <laughs> Tommy, what do you think about this whole situation? Who do you think is telling us the truth, Dave or Gabby? Well, Dave is now, I feel Dave did have a drink or two from the voice butt dials that I got. Sounded like he was having a good time. Unless he's claiming that the Thunder Rosa slap gave him a concussion, and that's why he vomited. That does happen. I got knocked out from a slap uh, against Bob Holly. Wrestled the whole match. Six more minutes. Totally concussed. Don't remember any of it. So it's an interesting, uh, maybe there's just two sides to the story because it's like the hangover. You got to piece everything together. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. When it comes to scents, you should pick ones that smell like, well, you. Target gets it, which is why they offer a range of personal care products with fragrances for everyone. Be true to floral you with Dove Peony and Rose Body Wash. Live your fresh life with Degree Ultra Clear Deodorant. 
Express your decadent side with Love Beauty and Planet Coconut Shampoo. This spring, choose care that brings you joy beyond labels. Pick up new favorites at a Target near you or online at Target.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.